This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hey there. I am so happy to talk to you. I'm also having the most allergic morning of 2023, which is bananas because 2023 was a quite allergic year. I don't know about you, or where in the world you are right now, or how allergies affect you. We're talking about decision styles today, a way of being. We're going to explore one of the decision styles. And before we get into it, I just want to say, if your way of being is being an allergic person, I just, I love you. And I see you. And I'm sorry for your struggle. Um, I am an allergic person. I'm just allergic to all the things all of the time, except my dogs, somehow, magically. I grew up in a household of cats. We've never had dogs when I was a kid, but my mom was an elementary school teacher, and she got a reputation as this cat rescuer lady. So, because she would like, I don't know, find boxes of kittens in the parking lot? How? I don't have any idea. But she did, and... Word got around that she just loved rescuing cats. So people would give her cats and be like, I can't keep this cat. You probably want it. Oh my gosh. The number of times my parents almost legitimately got divorced because my dad came home from work and my mom had <laughs> like adopted another cat. It was crazy. It was, it's funny to look back on. It was, it wasn't so fun at the time. But I say this to let you know, I am deathly allergic to cats. Like if I walk into someone's house that has cats and they haven't vacuumed in the last like 20 minutes, and then I accidentally touch my eyes, like my throat will start closing up. And I grew up with so many cats. (laughs) And I just, and I don't know how. I don't know what if it was a late in life allergy. Um, I don't know if I just like got really good at suppressing that reaction. Anyway, um, needless to say, I've had a lot of Dayquil today. Um, I'm a little loopy, hence the two minute ramble. But if you're an allergic person, I just want you to give you an, a hug through the airwaves right now because it's hard. <laughs> People think that it's not a problem and you should just take a pill and deal with it. And it can like ruin your day (laughs) and it sucks. So anyway, it's not ruining my day. I am super jazzed to get into today's decision style. So if you don't know, now you know, we are delving into the four main decision styles in this series right now that we're doing. If you don't know your decision style, that's why I created the decision style quiz, which you can go take at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. And it's also linked in the show notes. And it's going to tell you not just what you already know, because if you're a procrastinator, you know you're a procrastinator, right? It's not going to tell you anything you don't know. But I want to help you know what your main default decision style is, because we can all have a touch of these things all the time, right? We can have a little bit of perfectionism, a little bit of overthinking. But I want to help you know what's my default style? What's my go-to? What's my baseline? So that you can stop judging it, first of all, and so you can start making the most of it. 
And the procrastinator style is one of my absolute favorites to talk about the upside of. So first, I want to define what exactly is happening when you, quote, procrastinate. We got to start here because procrastinators usually define their behavior as, I put things off to the last minute, and that's neither specific nor objective. It's super vague and super judgy. So let's define exactly what is actually happening when you do this supposed procrastination, shall we? What I see happening when we enact this behavior is you think you'll do things later rather than deciding to do them in the moment or rather than planning specifically for when and how they'll happen. That's most of what is going on with procrastination. You don't do it in the moment and you don't plan for when or how you're going to do it. Another thing that can happen is you get easily distracted from something you try to do when you try to do it early, more air quotes, right? So you think I shouldn't procrastinate on this thing. I'm going to start working on it now. Whoops, seven tabs later. What did I just buy on Etsy? Another thing that happens, if we're getting specific with our definition here, is that you don't think you do your best work unless you're super focused. And it's hard for you to super focus without an upcoming deadline. I really want you to think about, is this true? When I say I procrastinate, is something that's going on, I don't really focus well unless I can see the deadline and I don't really like the work I do or I don't get great work done when I'm not super focused. I'm just curious, is this what's happening for you? The other thing that I see going on when there's procrastination behavior is you have a lot to do. You legitimately have a long list of varying tasks and projects. And sometimes the way some of that stuff gets done is by bumping it up on the priority list when you are not doing something that is supposedly more important. So this is what we think of as productive procrastination or distraction action. And it's super easy to judge, right? We think, oh, I was supposed to be working on my taxes all day. And then like I organized the fridge and cleaned my closet out instead. But it's a way that we get things done in our lives, isn't it? So first, I just want you to think about these definitions that I've offered of what exactly is happening when there's procrastination. I want you to just check what applies for you. What is true for you if you stop defining it as putting things off till the last minute and you get really specific? Because I think when we break it down like this in the way I just did, procrastination all of a sudden stops looking like this intense character flaw and it starts looking more like what it is, which is just a collection of habits that kind of works, but that you don't feel super intentional about and maybe want to tweak. Holy moly. Can we talk about shifting our approach to personal development in all areas like this, please and thank you? You're not doing it wrong. You're not wrong. You are simply doing stuff because it is the way that you know how to do them and you're used to doing them and we can change it if we need to. Onward. Bam. Now, if all of this works for you, you actually don't have a procrastination problem. If you're getting stuff done and you're just judging it all day long that it's all last minute, you might not have anything to solve or change. You might just have a particular style of working that you can officially stop judging and just accept. Because at your best, oh dear procrastinator, you are just excellent at utilizing deadlines. Do you know how many people 
would kill to be able to bust out an entire presentation or write an entire email sequence or organize an entire room, last minute air quotes, like you do, instead of their way of getting it done, which is painstakingly agonizing over every detail for weeks. This is a superpower. So to stop eoring about being a procrastinator, which is a verb I just made up, but kind of love. So I'm going to see if I can work it into my regular rotation. To stop eoring about it, you got to start recognizing when you are actually being excellent. You're doing things. You're doing the things and nothing's catching on fire. And I dare you to see what happens if you stop caps locking last minute when you talk about how you're getting things done. I was talking to a client once who had gotten this huge thing done. And they were not letting this accomplishment be the main event of the story because the way they were telling the story was, yeah, but of course, as always, I waited until the last minute. I got it in at the last hour, the 11th hour. And my question was, so what? If the deadline was the 12th hour, why is it a problem that we did it on time? So I really want you to be curious if there's any kind of thinking in your head that's left over from an old job or your parents or wherever it came from that 10 minutes early is on time and on time is late. Because deadlines exist for a reason. And if you meet the deadline, ba-bam, you've done it. Recognize your excellence. Now, this decision style might not totally work for you. So let's talk about what to do if you actually have a procrastination problem you want to solve. Normally, you want to stop procrastinating when, yeah, maybe you're getting stuff done, but you're not super pleased with your results because it was either not as good as it could have been or as you wanted it to be because you didn't give yourself enough time or it was too stressful to get it done or both. (laughs) And why this is such a hard habit to change is because people try to solve the wrong problem. Procrastinators think they have a focus problem or a time management problem. And what they have, you guessed it, is a decision problem. Don't worry, you are in exactly the right place to solve a decision problem. Way to put yourself in the right place at the right time. So I hope this is great news because you don't need to learn a new technique for mapping out your projects. You don't need to like just go work on your discipline. You simply need to see this as a style of decision-making over which you have control. So let's break down again what is happening when you procrastinate, but through the lens of decision-making. It's a decision not to do something when it occurs to you to do it. It's a decision you make to not Make a plan for when and how you will do something. It's a decision you make to clean out your car when you also have taxes you said you were going to work on. These are not bad or wrong decisions. Don't get it twisted. That's not what we're looking for. All that matters is how in charge of these decisions you feel. The fun thing is, because you know we're not going to talk about procrastination without having fun, is that you are excellent at utilizing deadlines. So when you start seeing opportunities all over the place to be in charge of your choices about when things will happen and when they won't get done, you are going to feel super powerful. I want you to start this exploration by owning 
a decision to do something in the final hours before the deadline or on the last day that you possibly can do it. See what happens when you do the exact behavior that you would have normally, but you call it a plan instead of judge it as procrastination. This alone will help you feel so much more in charge of your choices. And when you feel in charge of your choices, you're going to be able to start seeing what works for me, what doesn't, and you're going to tweak things on purpose. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is when you let go of the illusion of the ideal. You're not supposed to finish everything early. It wouldn't be better if you started everything two weeks ahead of time. We have to let go of this story that life would be better, that we would be better if we lived up to this pedestalized, perfect ideal. I want you to decide right here, right now, roll your windows down if you're driving, shout it to the world, you get to work how it works best for you. There's no right decision to aim for. There's no right way of doing things. There is just ownership over your decisions. This is going to be such a powerful perspective shift. And I promise, if you're a procrastinator, holy moly, so much alliteration just now. The day quill's kicking in, y'all. If you are a procrastinator and you focus on just your decision making this week, not doing things right, doing things early, doing things better, if you just focus on what decisions am I making, you're going to notice when something comes across your desk and you don't do it then, but you also don't make a plan for it. And you're not going to judge yourself in that moment. You're going to see, oh, I'm making a decision and I can make another one right now and I can be in charge of it. This is how you're going to end up feeling so much more intentional. You're going to end up directing your focus. You are going to end up getting things done to your standards with less stress. And whether or not it's at the 11th hour is not going to matter anymore. How freaking fun is that? Ugh. Now, of course, this is just the tip of this beautiful iceberg of habit change. So I want you to give yourself some grace and start small. The reason I work with people for more than 15 minutes is because habit change takes time and there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of experimentation to happen. So I promise this is doable for you. Start with the suggestions I've given in this episode. And as soon as you want help and more direct guidance with changing these habits and feeling better about yourself and finding the way that works for you faster, book a consult. That's what we can do in your coaching program together. Done. Easy. KirstenParker.com forward slash schedule. I hope you have the best weekend. I hope you have all your allergy meds just ready to go so you can enjoy the inside, the outside, wherever you are this weekend, this week. And if you want to know your decision style and get some more detailed ideas about how to change habits, and how to make the most of your decision style, go take the quiz, kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. Everything is linked in the show notes. Please go have a beautiful day and recognize when you are excellent. Thanks. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, Obviously, go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.